Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a very special live edition of Wrestling with the Future. I'm your host, Mad Dog DeCipio. Let me introduce the man who makes things happen around here. He's my producer. He's he's the guy that wants to be known as the hostess with the mostess, but he can't because he's a guy. <laughs> Not the hostess with nothing. He's jamming Jake. Hudson, Jake, how well, are you, my little brother? What is up? What is up? We're gonna have a great show today. We're gonna have one. Bet your ass we are. Absolutely. We got uh, we got Jimmy Phillips with us tonight. We got Amelia Chapman with us tonight. We're gonna talk a little bit about Gina Hernandez, a little baseball, a little wrestling, um, maybe a little bit of bocce ball. I got I got some some uh, things I'm gonna talk about. Um, I happen to be, just in case you guys don't know, I'm the unofficial, uncrowned bocce ball champion of the world, okay? Anybody else that tells you anything else is lying, I am the true, I'm the the article, I'm the the genuine article, I'm not a mere facsimile thereof. All right. So, let's talk to, uh, let's talk to my friend uh, Jam and Jake. Jake? What do you know so, about Jimmy Phillips tonight, my friend? What do you know about Jimmy? A little, a uh, little bit of nothing. Oh, there I, you go. A <laughs> little bit of nothing. Hey, hey it's okay. I'm used to it. Let me tell everybody about Jimmy. Jimmy Phillips is a uh, a retired uh, minor league baseball player. Uh, he had a shot in. I believe he had a shot in the majors uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies. Played for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies farm team in uh, in Virginia. I believe that was, oh, my God, Jimmy, I already drew a, a brain fart. Um, 88 and 89. Yes, sir. There you go. I knew, and uh, and that the farm club in Virginia, that was um, Martinsville. Was the Thank, Martinsville. I knew there were a couple of places, the Pittsfield, places like that. Um, and uh, and so let's talk a little bit about baseball, though wrestling. Jimmy, how did you get started? Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get anywhere further, let me introduce a young lady who is, uh, I believe, I want to refer to her as the world's unofficial expert on Gino Hernandez. In fact, she loves Gino so much, she named her dog Gino. This is Amelia. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. We're going to talk a little bit about everything tonight and a lot about Gino. So, uh, Jimmy Phillips, my friend, uh, you and I are introduced to each other on the phone the other night. You got a fascinating life, fascinating career. Um, Tell everybody about your journey into athletics. Um, My understanding is uh, you you were a college draft for the Philadelphia Phillies. Is that right? Well, I wasn't drafted. I signed as a free agent. No, I, I had you, a lot okay. of interest coming out of high school, college, and then uh, I hurt my back when I was 21. Had to have my back operated on. Um, I had two bulging discs, severe nerve damage on my right side, and uh, I probably came back too early. But like I was telling you the other night, that window for a chance, an opportunity, was getting smaller and smaller. So yeah. I just uh, I just worked my butt off to come back, and I had I transferred from the University of Arkansas to Dallas yeah. Baptist University. Had a really good year, made all conference, all world in the World Series. Um, 
And I was lucky enough that somebody took a chance on me, and it was the Phillies, yeah. and uh, I I don't have any regrets. Beautiful, uh, I, I hit the ball real good. You know, my thing was I had a good line drive swing. Um, if you made a mistake on me, I could hit it out of the park. After I got hurt, if you made the same mistake, it was just a base hit. So Somebody told me, me that the Jimmy Phillips had a hell of an arm, too. Well, I, I grew up pitching a lot, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't a bad pitcher. I did pretty good. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just loved hitting so much that, um, you know, my dad, he was a coach and just the greatest influence anybody could ever have, you know, as a dad. And, uh, you know, he really didn't have to push me because I love baseball so much. Yeah. But I was lucky – that he played and he taught me a lot of stuff and I was a big kid. And, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I was a, I was a good baseball player. Fabulous. Um, I got a question now. I heard a lot about your baseball career. You've, uh, you're a guy that, that, you know, you, you worked your way through the farm league. You worked your way into uh, to various clubs um, my understanding is even a farm club of the Chicago Cubs. Tell me a little bit. How did you end up playing for the farm league of the Chicago Cubs? No, I never, I never played for Chicago. Oh, that must've so been somebody else. Wrong. Yeah. That is, I never played the Chicago Cubs. You got a, we got a guest in the green room. Oh, we got a guest. Karen Phillips. Who is Karen Phillips? That is my wife. Oh, well, hello, Karen Phillips. Hey. How are you, young lady? I'm good. How are you? You are a surprise to the uh, to the show tonight. I didn't expect two Phillipses tonight. Well, I, I, didn't, know I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know I didn't know what the link was, so I just gave her my link because I knew she'd want to be listening. Oh, God. I, I'm I, I'd have been okay, in well, trouble you know if she wouldn't have got to listen. It's kind of good that Karen is here. Kind of good that Karen is here. I can now. Now I'm going to pry a little bit. Oh no! Oh no! How long have you and uh, how long have you and Two Step Phillips been together? Well, we've been um, married nine years, but we've been together since fifth and sixth grade. Okay, you got to tell me that story. <laughs> That's too long. Oh, we got time. Trust me. No, no, no. Oh, man. So let I'll, me tell, I'll you. tell you the story. The, yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. Jimmy. I'll tell you the story. Her brother played baseball uh, for my dad. Got it. And we met at the ballpark. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. That, and, that's uh, a simple story. I like it. Yeah. And uh, she was my first girlfriend. And we dated off and on. I love it. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, I'll and, tell you uh, what. I'll, I'm sorry. I'll tell you what, my brother, you um, you did well, Karen. I yes. am going to have to say goodbye to you. Okay, um, bye bye. Okay, take care, and uh, and perhaps another time on part two, maybe I could pry maybe a little further. Can you tell her the link so she can at least listen? Yeah, uh, I will go right on the Facebook to Wrestling with the Future. Okay. Just type in Wrestling with the Future podcast. It'll take you right to us. All right. Thank you. you Bye-bye, y'all. Yes, ma'am. Take care. 
Sorry about I that. Couldn't, I couldn't ask for a better wife. I tell you, she uh, uh, she put up with a lot of crap when she was younger from me. Yeah, I'm sure she did. And, uh, being an athlete, that is no surprise. Yeah, being an athlete, you know, and uh, you know, and when I was ready to settle down with it, she turned me down two or three times. So, but smart anyway, woman. I got lucky. Very smart lady. Um, so, Jimmy, let's talk about the transition from baseball to wrestling. I know that your first love was baseball. Why would you want to walk away from something you love so much for the unpredictable, unstable world of pro wrestling? It's not, well, uh, you know, it's not in some people's opinions, not the smartest move one could make. Well, I loved wrestling as a kid. I mean, I watched it all the time. We got Mid-South and we got World Class. Yeah. And I was there every Saturday, mm-hmm. yeah. Sunday morning, Saturday night. I watched it every time it came on. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, I just loved it. And when I got through playing, you know, I got hurt again. So um, I got released because of my back. And uh I just didn't want to have any regrets. So I tried it. I had a a friend named uh, Brian Elmore. He went in as Brian Henning. He, he wrestled. And uh, I just, I said, Hey man, I I think I want to try this. So uh, he worked me out a couple of times and he told me, he said, uh, I want you to go to the sportatorium with me. And uh, I want you to be trained the right way. Mm -hmm. I want to show people some photos. Um, as we're talking about your career in baseball and wrestling, Jake, bring up some of those photos of Jimmy. All right. Well, here's here's one. Yeah, no, I want I want people to see them. Bring us um, into the uh, into the box. Um, do you realize that you didn't give me the photos ahead of time so I could have did the uh, the screenshot? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You got got them now. <laughs> I have I was having some technical difficulties, so I'm back now. So sorry about that. <laughs> That's quite all right. I think Sorry, that is uh, – I can just see part of it, but I think that's in Global at the Sportatorium yeah. on TV against yes, Chaz Taylor. Uh, it is who, indeed. It was a super nice guy as well. And, uh, it is indeed, we, yeah. We had, a good, we had a good program going, and uh, I wish it could have went a little bit further. But, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes politics gets involved. Yeah. And that's when uh, later on, that is uh, Dr. X. And um, Tell me about the Dr. X character. I heard a couple stories about how this character came to be. Well, for me, the Dr. X that I got intrigued about was a Mexican luchador. He was a uh, college graduate, super nice guy, wasn't real big. But a very, very good worker, and everybody liked him. One night coming out of the arena, he went to a party. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it was just an innocent party. You know, it wasn't, yeah. you know. Well, he saw a female getting beat up. He broke up the fight, and the guy walked up behind him and shot him in the head. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. There's a story. Holy shit. Yeah. And so uh, just kind of his story and the person he was uh, just kind of intrigued me. And so I just kind of wanted to um, 
carry that on. And plus I, I was getting a little bit older. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the long hair anymore. And I kind of, um, I kind of just felt like, you know, Hey, if, um, if I cut my hair too short, people are going to think I'm too old and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And which really is not the case, but that's the per- perception that goes through your mind. Sure. And so, uh, and plus it was just a, a good fitting right then. And so, um, it's kind of just a tribute to him. Terrific. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, I know you worked for WCW. I know you worked for, uh, some of the larger Indies around the country, but you did eventually make your way to WCW. How did that transition occur? And where did you come from to get to WCW? Well, uh, that I never worked for them. I, n- I never had an ambition. Well, that's interesting because that's in your bio as well. See, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where people get some of this stuff because. Um, well, that's why we're here to straighten out the. You, you uh, know, a lot of people. T- you know, from for some reason, there's a lot of people. Guys that are in the business, out of the business, they tell you a bunch of bull crap. And oh I just don't <laughs> and I just don't see the point in it. Brother, we you hear know, it every week. Yeah. You know, week. and uh, somebody you know, somebody asked me how it was working in Puerto Rico, and I said, I don't know. I never went. I'd like to have gone. Right. My thing is I wanted to go to Japan because Japan was the toughest and the roughest at the time. Yes, sir. And you know, when you get an act as an athlete, you just kind of want to see where you stand with people. Sure. And, uh, it wasn't about beating anybody up. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it just, it's, uh, yeah, we know what's going to happen, but it's still competition. And, uh, and I'm still competitive to this day. You know, I coach high school baseball and, sure. you know, and I want, I'm, I coach and I teach these kids to win every day, but, um, I got lucky. I got a, we were on a house show, a global house show. Somebody did not show up Mm -hmm. and the promoter, Gray Pearson wanted me to take this guy's place. that didn't show up. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I was a baby face that night and the Mm -hmm. heel, he starts dancing. Well, I could dance. So I started dancing and the the crowd (laughs) kind of got on my side, you know, and uh, real quick. And he liked that. And so he kind of put me in a um, heel character and, uh, and I just, I just flew with it. Uh, I'm a lot better heel than I am babyface. I, I, yeah, I, I knew that you were a bit of a dancer. That's why I don't know if you, if you caught that with your wife was here, uh, I called you uh, Two Step Phillips. Yeah. 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 They tell me that the Jimmy Phillips could cut a rug pretty well. I oh, wasn't um, too bad. And pretty good at the Cotton Eye Joe, as a matter of fact. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, I so couldn't one do of that. The no. that you were, one of the things you mentioned that you were a fan of wrestling as a kid. Your favorite oh, yeah. wrestler was a guy named Gino Hernandez. Oh, man, he was I the have best. a young lady here. Oh, yeah. This woman is, um, she's a veritable encyclopedia on Gino. It's been um, a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I can remember the first coming? time. I can remember the first time I saw Gino on yeah. TV. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even world class then. Mm-mm. He was just coming in. He was mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one reason why I liked him, his hair wasn't too long. No. And he had red trunks, red boots, and he called himself the handsome half breed. That's yep. right. And, yep. Red was his favorite color. Yep. And, yep. Um, and I'm part Indian, mm-hmm. so I started using that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, he, he was just so smooth mm-hmm. and methodical, and everything he did meant something. It just... The way he walked, the way he dressed to the ring, walked to the ring, walked out of the ring. You just kept your eyes on him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's, um, that's who I wanted to be. Yeah. Well, people don't understand that back in the day, Mm -hmm. it was far more shoot than people realize. Yes. And for those of you who don't understand what a shoot, a shoot is means real. Yes. It means they're, they, they weren't playing. No. Far no. more shoot than people realize. And Gino was quite the shooter Angelo, back in his young days. Angelo, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm not, I'm not hearing you too well. Oh, uh, can, can you hear me, Jake? It, it's kind of. I, 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 I can hear you. It sounds like you're on a synthesizer. <laughs> Amelia, can you hear me? Yes. Now that's good. Okay. I've got Herb Simmons in the chat. Herb Simmons is in the chat. Okay, Herb Simmons is here. Hey, Herb, how are you guys? We, we've uh, had Herb, Herb on the show. On the show um, just uh, what last week? Uh, actually, last week was a was a Wahoo's widow. Oh, right. So Herb was before Wahoo. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Karen McDaniel was here last week. That's why I got Jake here to keep me straight because. I can't keep things straight I, right now. The thing, the thing is, it's he, he, um, well. Here, here's where I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about Gino a little bit because mm-hmm. you know, first of all, Jimmy Phillips is only with us for a short time tonight. Mm-hmm. He is at a practice. He does have a coaching job tonight, so mm-hmm. we're not going to keep him all night. No, um, maybe a twenty or thirty minutes longer, um, because Jimmy is coming back for part two. Of just Jimmy Phillips, mm-hmm. so but tonight I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, your your favorite wrestler Gino. Um, so Amelia, talk to me a little bit about you. You right off the bat, you said red was his favorite color. Yes. Um, talk to me about what kind of impact is in so much as you can tell us. What kind of impact did Gino make, in your opinion, on the world of wrestling back in his day? And would the world of wrestling in the South be the same without him? Was his impact felt or did it not make a difference is what I'm getting at. His impact made a big difference. I mean, the girls wanted to be with him. The guys wanted to be him. Um, and as a matter of fact, his anniversary of his death is this month, actually. The 31st is the anniversary of his death, actually, coming and up. And that's why we're, we're yes. this is no accident. Um, mm-hmm. We no. are absolutely going to do mm-hmm. a Gino Hernandez roundtable. We are mm-hmm. going to honor Gino's passing mm-hmm. uh, on, a, on a, an upcoming show. Mm-hmm. But we are also doing... A five-person roundtable mm-hmm. on 
the life and death and suspicious death, I might add, yes. of Gino Hernandez. Yeah, because I'm going to, to do day, something yeah. tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something tonight that I've never done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name the person who killed Gino. Yeah, and I'll and, tell you who it is in just a moment. And but you have wanna, a picture of my Yorkie, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, but I want to tell everybody that uh, don't look for retribution because Gino's no. killer is uh, is is he's gone. He's gone. He died a long time ago. Uh, his name was Jorge de la Pena. Jorge was a Tex-Mex drug dealer. In around the Dallas-Fort Worth area, he was well-known back in the day. He was known to hang out at the uh, uh, at uh, Fritz von Erich's camps. Um, he was known to Gary Hart, uh, and he was known to Gino Hernandez. Uh, and Chris Adams, too, by the way. Chris Adams as well. So don't look for retribution from Jorge de la Pena. You won't find it. He's not here anymore. But that's the name. If you want to know what happened to Gino Hernandez, he was killed. And drugs killed him. And Jorge de la Pena supplied those drugs. So, what do you know about that, Amelia? That's the first time I've ever heard of it. But I knew suspiciously Mm -hmm. that he would not have uh, killed himself because they found way too much drugs in his system for it to be a suicide. Yeah. So what do you uh, what do you know about that, Jimmy? You uh, you're a guy who follows this a long time. In in the fall of 1987, when I was at Dallas Baptist, there was a teammate of mine, and me and him got to be really really good friends. His dad worked in the Dallas media. I asked him about Gino because Gino was, you know, he was still my guy, you know, and. Uh, yeah. And he covered Gino's death, and he he got to see all the reports because um, a police captain, police somebody up in the police department was his neighbor. Mm-hmm. He got to see all the reports before they mysteriously went missing. Yeah, and he said Gino was killed. Somebody Absolutely. killed that. His exact words were, "Somebody killed that boy." I still remember it to this day. And we were over, we were over at his house because um, um, I had to take an extra class. Well, um, Dallas Matters, we went on quarters. Mm-hmm. So uh, during that quarter, you had to you had to leave, but uh, the dorm. Okay, so I stayed over at his house. So that's why I know it was at his house, and I can remember it to this day. Uh, and everything that he said, uh, you know, um, I got real tight with Iceman. Got pretty good with Chris. Yeah. Um, Iceman told me that Chris was running with uh, not Chris. I'm sorry. Gino was involved with some bad guys, some mean dudes. Yep. And he said he he uh, didn't know what it was about. He didn't know. Uh, he just said there were some bad dudes and you did not want to mess with them. Yep. Uh, Chris never talked about that. He talked about the good about Gino. He mm-hmm. never said a bad word about him. Yeah. You know, some people think that they had it fallen out. Chris never mentioned it. Chris even told me that they were fixing to have the hottest angle on the planet. Yep. And it was fixing to blow up. 
And uh, well, that I was never the intention. That was that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it was never seen to fruition because he was killed. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was part of the problem. Um, you've you've heard. I think by now everybody knows that he didn't commit suicide. Exactly. He, everybody no. knows by this point it wasn't an accident. No, um, it no. wasn't. Uh, it wasn't some surreptitious, you know. Oops, I forgot to take my medicine. It wasn't mm-hmm. that. Somebody went out to purposely, deliberately hurt this kid. Mm-hmm. And you know why I know that? Go ahead, Jimmy. If you watch interviews with other wrestlers that were that was there. And you ask them straight up what happened. Yeah. They don't tell you and they don't go to, into detail. Nope, they won't. Mm-mm. Because some of these people are still living. Yes. Yeah, but the big one ain't. <laughs> right. Nope. Yeah. And, and see, and nope. and I had never heard of that name. No. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not have. true. I'm not saying it's not true. It's just, you know, because oh, there's a lot of out. people. It's, it's, it's out there. You can check it yeah. out. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. There are people uh, among the wrestling community. I'll mention the name Jeannie Clark. Jeannie mm-hmm. Clark was privileged to a lot of what was going on. The mm-hmm. problem with Jeannie Clark, and I'm going to say it publicly, I don't know the woman, but I can tell you she does have a serious credibility problem because her story changes with every interview she does. Now, Amelia, I think you know that to be the case. She has a book that she did write. Uh, I don't know if you know about her book that she wrote. I don't the care Shattered Glass. Yeah, I don't care about her book. I care about what she says in interviews. Mm-hmm. Because the book isn't going to change. But every interview she does, does change. That's the problem. Yeah, I've heard a couple of different stories. So what have, what have you heard? Talk to me. Uh, one of them where she's uh, home and then she sees the car parked differently. And then, of course, she doesn't go check for a few days. I mean, and then uh, I think that wouldn't you be a neighbor and go check and see why the car's parked differently? Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially if you're friends. Exactly. exactly. And you have a key. Why wouldn't you yeah. go check? Wouldn't. Yeah. Well, that common sense. Wouldn't yeah. you want to go find exactly. out what's going on? Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know so something? I'm not. I'm not going to say that she never did go check. Maybe she did. I don't know. She said she didn't. But you, true, she yeah, does she say she, she didn't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. guys, back then the wrestling business was so tight, yeah, and so secretive. Yes. Um. Even if they did know what was going on, I don't. I don't think they would have said anything. No. And the reason is because Gino was a top star. Yes, he was. Uh, you couldn't get any hotter than he was at that yeah. time. Yeah. When he threw that ink in Chris's face, mm-hmm. that just put him over the top. It that was that was wrestling gold, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if let's say it's me and I really care about Gino and we became good friends and I get involved in his business trying to help mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, one or two things, and probably the main thing, guess what? I'm not, I'm not going to have a job. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get fired. Yes. Uh, absolutely. 
And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and if he was messing with bad dudes, mm-hmm. then guess what? Might have been a story about me. Brother, so that's what everybody needs to understand mm-hmm. is that, you know, when we hear these people talking about Gino, mm-hmm. you need to take it with a grain of salt because exactly. Gino, from my understanding, was very private. Very, very private person. Very, His very professional private. life and personal life was way too different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I just wish people could, uh, you know, just because you meet somebody and you say hi, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're buddies with them. No, that's exactly. Not. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'll applaud that one. Yeah. Thank you. You know, but there's a lot of people who say to be part of this business and, and guys, I'm telling you, it, yeah. my, it's great. Yeah, Jimmy. Business, uh, I'm it's uh, not that serious. Audio. Yeah, Jimmy. I'm. I'm going to have to. Um, I'm going to have to let you go. I know you got to get back to your. Um, you've got to get back to your team. Thank you for joining us. I will. Uh, I'll reach out and we're going to bring you back for part two. Okay, my friend. Take care. Take care, Jimmy. You too, buddy. Nice to meet you. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. I'll kick him out. All right. (laughs) We are back. Yeah, Jimmy is. uh, By the way, I need to um to tell everyone, uh, Jimmy Phillips is a coach. He is actually uh, at a practice tonight. Mm-hmm. He did. He was very generous in taking some time you know, at practice. Right. <laughs> so you want with us? So when we um, put back the uh, wrestling with the future uh, thing back. Yeah, well, let me take that back. Let's bring our logo back. I there got you it. Go. There I you got go. It. Thank you, my brother. Um, I actually have a question for Amelia, if you don't yes. mind. Sure. Sure. Did you know that uh, Vice did a thing about Gino? Yes, he did a two-parter actually. You want to elaborate on that, Amelia? uh, The first one uh, did more of like his career. The second one did a little bit more in debt of uh, the first one and got more detailed of of what they found and got more detailed and more questions. And they tried to ask more of Jake the Snake Roberts, which I could tell was he was hiding a little bit more. And you could really tell and they asked more questions. And I think a lot of people really knew more. And I yeah. and they really, really were scared of what to talk about. And I, we're talking I'd more like about his mother. Address something that um, a recent Facebook group yes. tried to address. First of all, understand something. Mm-hmm. If you're under the age of 50, yes. there's a very good chance you know little to nothing about Gino Hernandez. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay? Which is my face group. So yes. mm-hmm. These 20 and 30-year-old kids who are telling other people, older people that mm-hmm. they don't know what they're talking about, they're talking mm-hmm. about, yes. need to understand, well, yeah, we do. Many of us were there. Many of us knew the big players. Mm-hmm. I knew some of the key players involved. Mm-hmm. That's why I can mention a name like Jorge de la Pena. Yes. Because I know he's dead. Mm-hmm. And we know who killed him. Yes. And there was other drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jimmy Phillips mentioned that Gino got involved with, and I quote, really bad people. Mm -hmm. He did. He got involved with really bad people. Mm -hmm. He was into them for a lot of money. Mm -hmm. A lot of money. Yeah. 
So if you want your money, you're going to get it. Absolutely. You're You're going to coerce people. You're going to force people. Mm -hmm. You're going to you're going to have people do what they normally wouldn't do Mm -hmm. to come up with that money. Mm -hmm. And Gino did that. Mm-hmm. And he still owed a substantial amount of money at his debt. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you're not going to convince a lot of people of that fact. Yes. Okay. Because they want to believe the narrative mm-hmm. that it was a mystery. It wasn't a mystery, no. folks. Gino got involved with bad people. Mm-hmm. They killed him because he got involved with bad people. It's mm-hmm. pretty cut and dry. There's nothing mysterious about it. Gino was a drug user. We know that. He liked his Coke. Mm-hmm. He was a Cokehead if he wasn't anything. But he was not a guy who shot up. No. He wasn't a heroin addict. Yeah. He, he didn't do um, methamphetamines. He liked cocaine. Okay? And, he, and, and in fact, if you want to go out there and search it, you can find it. There are mm-hmm. pictures of Gino Hernandez with his dollar bill to the Coke, if you want to find it. Mm-hmm. Real pictures, not photoshops. Okay? Go look for them. Mm-hmm. They're out there. Yep. So, Amelia, tell me how you got involved with this whole Gino mess. And by oh. the way, why are these groups so damn divisive? <laughs> well, I was I remember I was four years old. My dad loved wrestling. So yeah. I remember I was he was taking me to wrestling since I was four years old. It was Southwest Championship Wrestling. would come to Odessa, Texas every other Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since I could remember, I was going. And then all of a sudden, I was eight, nine years old, and I saw this gorgeous guy named Gino Hernandez. I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. My dad's like, he's a bad guy. And I was like, I don't care. He's so cute, Daddy. Look. You know, he would come <laughs> out with, you know, Tully Blanchard. I'm like, ooh, Tully. I don't like Tully. I like Gino. <laughs> so it was like, boo, Tully. Yay, Gino, you know? Nobody all the time. Tully. Nobody did. Nobody. I still to this day. I still don't like, like Tully. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, it's his birthday. I don't care. I like, I like Gino." Like, and they were like giving the baby bottles, like, "Dude, Gino." I was like, "Yo, throw those bottles away. Leave my Gino alone." You know. <laughs> so uh, ever since then, I would go just to see Gino Hernandez. He was so cute all the time. And uh, and then all of a sudden he left, and I was like, "But why? Why? Why?" I later on figured out that's probably because Gino, uh, Tully's dad was jealous that. That yeah. Gino Hernandez was getting all the looks, all the credit, and he was going to be more popular than his, you know, son. So, yeah. and then all of a sudden he went to Dallas, and of course we couldn't get Dallas stations. So I said, well, one of these days I'll figure out why. You know, I'll see one yeah. of his matches, and and then all of a sudden we started seeing that, and then he came out with a uh, baby doll, and I was like, oh my god, he's still so gorgeous, you know. My friend Nicola, Nicola Roberts. I love her. She's a sweetheart, and uh, she's been on the show three times mm-hmm. with us here. Yeah, I love her. She's a sweetheart, and uh, a real nice lady, real nice lady. Oh yes, very sweetheart, and and I thought, you know what, she is so sweet and so cute like, for him. And it's like, yeah, you go get him, girl. The way she would defend him, and uh, you remember the name they used to call her back in the day? Baby doll. Nope. No, long before that. Uh, uh-uh. I just know her by baby doll. Baby doll. She was introduced with Gino as Andrea the Giant. Really? Yep. I just knew her by baby doll, but that was she like, was a very like, she's a very tall lady. Oh, okay. Because see, I just knew her by baby doll when I first tall. started watching it. <laughs> she's really tall. And so I thought, oh my god, look at him! He's still cute, you know. And then, and then I would watch. There was a station that would. After I guess he passed away, there was a station that would uh, started 
what letting us see back matches from back in the day yeah. from you know, him versus the Von Erics and things like that. But I would, I remember I was, he was, I was 12 years old when I was in high school getting ready to go from lunch right. to back inside at uh, our Crockett junior high school. And, and I remember that day and I was like, okay, something's weird. Something's going on. I feel something weird. And they were like, we're in something said, you know, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And I'm like, why, why do I have that feeling? And I was like, why do I have that feeling? And I went home and they said, uh, urgent, urgent. We're sorry to tell you, but uh, Gina Hernandez was found dead. And I was like, what, what, wait, what? And I just started crying like crazy. Like my first crush has died. <laughs> oh my God. You know? And I know a lot of girls felt that. That's mm-hmm. funny. I'm sorry, that was, but that's well, funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that was my first crush. Really? My first crush, yes. So what did you make of it when Gino and Tully got together and formed this diabolical twosome? I, well, I remember when they were going for the belts, for the tag team belts. And all yeah, of a sudden sure. I was like, why is Tully getting in the middle of the rope? Why is Tully getting in the middle of the rope? Gino's going to hit him and Gino's going to hit him. And he, you know, he would do it. And I was like, you know, he's doing it for a reason. He's doing it on purpose. And all of a sudden, you know, after that, Gino left. And I was like, uh-huh. I bet you his dad's making him do that so they could get into a fight. Yeah. And I remember that one time that Gino was coming back for one uh, time and he was supposed to, I think he was wrestling Scott Casey for the championship belt. That's one. And he sure was. Yeah. He, he, Scott Casey. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he came back and I had like second row seats. I was ready to see Gino. I couldn't believe it. I was so excited, but he didn't come because his, one of his daughters was sick. So he decided to stay home to be with his daughters because she was real, real sick. So I thought, you know mm-hmm. what? That is a wonderful family man. And I was like, oh, my God, he's a dad. I didn't know he was a dad. People, there there Mm -hmm. are some conflicting reports as to whether, in Mm -hmm. fact, he was a good family man. Um, He um, he I know he has two daughters. I you know, there was rumors around saying that he had a son, but I don't know about that. But I do know he had two daughters and there are pictures out there, as you can, as you say, you can look it up that he did have two daughters. It's on yeah, Instagram. But, uh, and I'm not questioning that. I, I'm questioning mm-hmm. the uh, the notion that some people regard that Gino was not a good family man. Um, some people say that he was allowed to he wasn't allowed to see his children. Some people say that he was allowed. So we would never yeah. know that story until we talk to his you know family about that. Yeah. Well Mm-hmm. Uh, just well, let me ask you a question then. Um, mm-hmm. in that regard, what do you think? Uh, what your your educated opinion? What does it tell you? I would say he would be a good family man. I think yeah. he was a good father. Some people say he uh, ran around uh, at every chance he got. That he was a louse. That uh, that he was more interested in getting uh, laid and paid than being a uh, a papa. Oh, so, we'll never uh, really know. You, what do you make of that? Jake, what do you think of that, Jake? Um. You know, the thing is, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you know, you there's three sides of every story. Mm-hmm. His side, her side, and the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't, you don't believe. Three sides saying, of the story, exactly. Yeah. Because on the dark side of the ring, his, his ex-wife said that he was a great father. So, you know. So. Interesting. Interesting. The thing mm-hmm. is, these these the here here's this is the reason why I don't like these dirt sites, these wrestling dirt dirt sites, mm-hmm. because wrestling dirt sites they they come in they 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 don't know what they're talking about. They are just mm-hmm. 
reading all the cue cards, mm-hmm. and and they're these people that don't know they're 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 looking at old. Yeah, Gwen, Giggle Pickle says he was no worse than Ric Flair. <laughs> well, I mean that's saying a mouthful. Though. <laughs> well, I got, what, do you, I, what do you make of that, Jake? I think you know Ric Flair's worst. Mm. Ric Flair is some of the stories I've heard about mm-hmm. Rick. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've heard well, a few I mean, of Amelia, his. Amelia, there you go. I mean, uh, yeah. From the mm-hmm. voice of experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There is a, there's mm-hmm. a comparison to be made. You know, Gino yeah. was a good-looking guy, mm-hmm. had some money. You know, quite a bit of money, in fact. Oh yeah. Um, one yeah, of the very stories. few. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you know that he was one of the very few early millionaire wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, he yeah, was you, making a million you, a year when guys were oh, making. Definitely. Fifty and seventy-five thousand, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was considered a lot of money. A lot of money back then. Absolutely. Back then, yeah. Back then, and mm-hmm. Gino was twenty-four, twenty-five mm-hmm. years old, making a million bucks. Yes, Angelo. Yeah, Jake. We we talked uh, last week on the on the Wahoo episode. We talked about how Wahoo said he would rather go wrestling than play baseball. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah, football, football, football yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that there's there's money he, to be made in wrestling. Yeah, he, he was he was making more money. Wahoo was making more money mm-hmm. in wrestling than he was making playing football. Mm-hmm. Amelia, how did you find out that Gino died? I was actually it was off of a, a radio station. Um, they had a usually they have like a, a noon time or newscast in like in the middle of songs or something. They do mm-hmm. like a um, uh, I guess it was a 30 minutes in between or something like that. Okay. They announced it like back in Texas. They have a. And uh, so what were your initial immediate thoughts on that? I thought they were just kidding. And I'm like, oh, they got to be kidding. And then I called the radio station. I said, are you kidding me? You know, cause they have, I had, you know, direct lines that you can call to request songs back yeah. then. And then it's like, no, it's the truth. I was like, no. And I was like, no. And then my mom's like, you got to go get your dad. I was like, I don't want to go to where, you know. And my mom's like, yeah, we got to go. And I was like, I cannot believe this. And then uh, later on, you know, how they have like the Paul Harvey kind of things. And oh, God. Yeah, sure. Yeah, before that, they announced the news again. And they announced that it was world news because of the way they found him. Sure was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then, of course, that. um we were able to see world class championship wrestling. They finally let us, we got that channel. Yeah. And uh, that's when they announced it, that, yeah, they did a tribute that he passed away and yeah, they did, um, announced it that night on the news. A lot of people at the time, you know, that mm-hmm. they thought it was just another wrestling angle. Yeah. They yeah. Did. Because, you know, cause wrestling is a, mm-hmm. it's a big work and mm-hmm. you can't take it serious and all mm-hmm. oh, they'll just playing around. Yeah. But no, it was, it was a real deal. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a it was a a news breaking story at the time that was a mm-hmm. major headlines major headlines uh, major headlines you know murder was mentioned almost mm-hmm. immediately, immediately he said mm-hmm. that he was killed somebody mm-hmm. killed this kid oh definitely absolutely mm-hmm. Jake what do you know about that when did you find out Gino Hernandez uh, um actually um here here's the thing. That was a little before my time. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. You're only 20. He's only 28. <laughs> oh. 
I keep because yeah. he's so smart with wrestling. Sometimes mm -hmm. I forget he's just uh, a kid. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, a know, mere pup. My Jake is a mere pup. Perry says great show tonight. Perry says great show tonight. Great job. We're gonna have Pesci on the show too, by the way. Yeah. Um he's a character. Pesci's a character. I love him. I, I I do shows with him all the time and, and mm -hmm. he, he's, so, um, he's he's a little character. Yeah. He we're gonna we'll have him on. Um thank you, Pesci, for a great show tonight. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um mm -hmm. so there are groups, a lot of groups dedicated mm -hmm. to Understanding, solving, trying to play, you know, mm -hmm. armchair detective here. Um, what happened to Gino? Mm -hmm. You know, the I Love Gino groups, the Gino Forever group, the uh, yes. Gino and That's Chris my group. group. That's one of That's our groups, group. yes. That's why I'm why mentioned mentioned it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Courtney would love that. Say, <laughs> shout out to Courtney. <laughs> so here's the thing then. Mm -hmm. what, what do you do? I mean, it, history is what it is. You're not going to mm -hmm. change it. No. No, we what just want to do a tribute. People who were clearly, Amelia, clearly too young to have even, you know, people like Jake that were, that were mm -hmm. too young to be alive at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, how do you uh, how do you reconcile the age difference with the so-called knowledge mm -hmm. or misinformation? In my case, is what I mm -hmm. refer to it. Because none of them are right. No, no, we just you know we just have to make them understand. Say, look, you know, you weren't around like you were saying at that yeah. time, and and I apologize for the one that was arguing with you before. Um, and oh, uh, about that. and. Uh, you know, they just got to understand that. I look um, at it this way, Amelia. Who has the show? But you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, you know, you know, they just have to understand that we were around in that era. We knew yeah. what was going on. We knew what was real, what was fake. And we knew what was going on. And uh, I understand that that's their hero or what, you know, at that time. But, you know, you don't want to look up to that person, but you got to understand that. Yeah, that was your that's your hero, but mm -hmm. you have to understand both sides of the coin. There's two sides of the coin. We understand. We saw what was going on. We knew what was going on, even though I might have been 12 at the time. But I understand what's going on. I I can hear things and I can see things, and I'm going to believe because I saw that. You know, I heard that. I knew what was going on at the time. Sure. You know, and later on, you know, as I got older, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was able to do the research. Yes, that is what was mm -hmm. going on because I did see what was going on. Yep, but that's still my hero. I'm not going to argue with adults because I can see for myself that that was true. Well, when you do your yeah. research. Exactly. Let's talk mm -hmm. about this because that's mm -hmm. a very interesting thing. And I'm mm -hmm. glad you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. When you do your research, mm -hmm. can you really objectively um, cipher through information or are your emotions swayed or skewed in some way? No, I, I do my research and I I still, you know, you no matter what. I'm what. Saying? Like, is, is it hard for you to be objective? Oh, you know, it's if I do my research, I'm still gonna still you know, even if I do my research and I find out, okay, well, he's still a bad guy, he did this, it's still not going to stop me from caring about the person because I, you know, I, you know, he's still my first, first crush, you know, I yeah. understand that's what he did, but you know, if I would have known back then who, 
you know, that he was doing that, I would have done everything I could to say, hey, you know, you know, you need help. You know, let's see what we could do yeah. to get you out of this. But well, it's interesting that you say that, Amelia, because mm -hmm. now um, with social media and Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you, you literally have direct access mm -hmm. exactly. to your celebrities and heroes. I mean, and they respond mm -hmm. to you, mm -hmm. you know, some of them it, does. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, for the most part, they mm -hmm. do, though, Jake, and you mm -hmm. know that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, here's, here's the thing, though, and then you might want to, maybe I'll ask you this question. Do you think Gino Hernandez would have survived the social age? Oh, definitely. Do you yeah. think he could have made it with oh, definitely. this media scrutiny of today? Oh, definitely. I think that would have helped him, I think, a lot more. And imagine all the selfies he would have taken. <laughs> his, well, his Facebook would have been full of selfies, and you never know. <laughs> yeah. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True He would have had a Facebook page. He would have had uh, his own celebrity page. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, isn't it, Jake? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, you know what's so funny is, by the way, some of the Wikipedia pages get it wrong mm -hmm. all the time. All the Wikipedia page, some of the Wikipedia pages, um, you know, you, you go and look someone up, and you mm -hmm. know, like like in I think on the Miranda Gordy episode, I was mm -hmm. you, you uh somebody which was right here put a name didn't put didn't tell me to look up Kenny Valiant, Kenny mm -hmm. <laughs> Clayton. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and 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 I was like, we're having a British person to find out he the, the guys in you want me you know, to do your homework for you too? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you didn't give me the right here. name. Gosh. Do you understand that I have to sit here and look good <laughs> and sound intelligent and ask Number questions one. that that mean questions with meat to them? <laughs> and you want champion. Me I'm going to hit you with that belt, you okay? One <laughs> of the best title belts right here. But no, Damn. you know, it's, it's very interesting, though. Um, it's a really interesting subject. Mm -hmm. But what, what fascinates me, I, I think, today is that there are so there are probably just off the top of my head mm -hmm. from the groups and pages I've seen. Mm-hmm. Well over 50 pages mm -hmm. dedicated to Gino Hernandez, yes. Chris Adams, um, both of them or one or both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You by know? by yeah. the way, I did put a link in the, put a link in the chat for the Facebook group if you want to join the rest. Oh, that's beautiful. By the let way, me, I want everybody guess, um, to know that we are here every Thursday night. Um, we will have a part two of this conversation. Amelia mm -hmm. will be back on the show and she will have a friend with her from her group. I think who's coming on with you is going to be um, Courtney. It, she's the other admin of the, she's a, the original it, admin it, of the page. Mm -hmm. um, how about Wendy? Is Wendy coming on with you? I don't know, but I can ask her. Okay. What's what the name of the group? Uh, Gino Forever. It's a really good group. Uh, yeah, check it out, Jake. That's called uh, Gino uh, Forever. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Go for it. That's, and by the way, we're live on Facebook right now. Uh, on Facebook and around the world. Um, and yeah. on YouTube. We're live on YouTube. 
but it's an interesting thing, Amelia, that there are so it's, many groups dedicated to Chris and mm-hmm. Gino, both individually and together. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, um, that 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 speaks volumes for their popularity. If mm-hmm. not that, it speaks volumes for their ability to work. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as wrestlers for sure. Um, I'll tell you what, wrestling could sure use more Chris Adams and more Gino Hernandez. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Oh, definitely. Especially Just imagine, today. imagine what he would have been like as a wrestler if he would have still been alive. Uh, you know, instead of dying so young at the age of twenty-nine, he could have been as big as Ric Flair is. Yeah. Or what is you know a champion, six, seven time, eight world, eight time world champion. It's you know, remarkable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. He has had a fascinating impact mm-hmm. on people. Gino Hernandez is this kind of guy, mm-hmm. this almost mythological figure. Mm-hmm. He's become a myth mm-hmm. in his death. He's become yes. like legend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hell of a way to become a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's be honest, most legends are dead. Yes. You know? There were very few living legends, you know, Larry mm-hmm. Zabisco and Bruno San Martino yes. among them, but mm-hmm. uh, who I was fortunate enough to know, by the way, and both of them. Oh, Larry's a dear friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, and Bruno was a friend of mine in life. Mm-hmm. So, and, but the thing is interesting, though, is that in death, he becomes mythological, mm-hmm. but also in death, he becomes more convoluted. Mm-hmm. It's the, the whole Geno thing has become one big giant cluster mess. Mm-hmm. So they are joined the group. How, how do you um, attempt to rectify fact from fiction? Mm-hmm. What what uh, what steps do you take to as an administrator of a group to try and separate factual information? From nonsensical horseshit. Mm-hmm. We just have to um, just, I, you know, really, it's just telling people, you know, the truth, and say, you know what, you know, if you're not gonna understand that that's the truth, then you just have to understand that you weren't there at the time, and understand that, um, you know. You uh, weren't there at the time, and you know you have yeah. to understand that us adults were, you know, even though we were younger at the time, but we did understand what was going on, yeah. and we still can, you know, you know, tell you, you know, you, even though we were young, you know, as I was saying before, we were young, but we understand what was going on at the time. Back then, that's what was drugs, 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 and you know. Right, you know, right now it's just so different. It's a different world. Yeah. It sure different is. World. I think I joined the group. Sure I think what? I joined that group. Okay. I think oh, somebody accepted you. There you go, Jake. Fabulous. Go. Yes. It's, it's under uh, my Facebook name is, is under Ellis John Hudson. Uh-huh. Okay. Been, yeah, I, I, I have to have my – Jake is a fake name. Ellis John uh-huh. Hudson is the real – I have to have Facebook under my real name. So. Okay. Sir Pesci says Jake is the retired champion. He cannot return to the ring. 
I I'm not a rest dude. I'm not a wrestler. By the way, they want me to wrestle. They said they want me to wrestle a guy by the name of American Roughneck. You're not wrestling anybody. <laughs> Just get that out of your head. But here's here's the thing. It's like anytime that I try to do... look. That, let me let me make it real short and simple for you. Okay. I bought your washer and dryer. Yeah, I'm taking care of you, <laughs> but I'm not paying your medical bills. Okay, let's just, let's just we're gonna we're gonna stop it at medical bills. Okay, I can't yeah. afford for you to get beat up because mm-hmm. I can't afford to bring to, to pay a hospital bill right now. Yeah, so, and don't come to you. Florida because I'm not making your appointments for a yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, Amelia, what, what what state are you calling us from? I, I'm actually in Florida. <laughs> you are in Florida. Okay. Yes. So you mm-hmm. are on East Coast time. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Uh-huh. yes. Well, Amelia, I am going to uh, ask mm-hmm. you to, to hang by here for just a second. Okay. Um, Jake, I am uh, I'm going to switch things up here a little bit. What I want to do is tell everybody that uh, the first show of February, on February the 3rd, Mm-hmm. will be the return, the long-anticipated return of the Refs Roundtable coming February. So, and Jake is looking forward to that. Yeah, because, you know, the thing, uh, are we going to need ref shirts? Well, no, but I have a surprise for people, and that this is why I wanted you to, to, to kind of be with me tonight here. Jake Hudson. Jamming Jake Hudson, Jake the Snake Hudson, yeah, is going to be the host of the Refs Roundtable. Yes, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I told you you were going to get your own show. You just had to be patient, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In other words, you know, yes, he's getting a shirt. Well, let me tell everybody. You can. <laughs> you, find you heard us, that right, live. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. We have a public page. It's wrestling with the future. We have a private group. Join the private group. You will find information in there and uh, film clips and uh, behind the scenes info. You will not find on the public page. Uh, We also have a dedicated YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash wrestling with the future. Join us there. And each and every Thursday night on Facebook. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and around the world as we continue with Jake the Snake Jammin' Jake Hudson, <laughs> Amelia Chapman, I'm Mad Dog DeCipio saying continue everyone to wrestle with the future. We'll see you next time, everybody. Was a Take care. Play the outro. Find us out, Jake. Take us home. Take us on home. All right, here we go.